Hi, I'm Mark Hill, and this is the segment, The Podcast. I believe in human's potential, that the ultimate expression of oneself is achievable. And we all have that urge, that need to progress and become better. And I feel that the trail can help us do that. Whether it's overcoming fears, learning from mistakes, taking calculated trail risks, or building those long-lasting friendships. It's all progression. Join me as I speak with folks who are moving from the ordinary to the extraordinary, and let's catch them on their journey towards the KOM of their life. Welcome to the segment. Let's go. Hey, 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 welcome back to the podcast episode number 80 of the segment podcast with our special guest, Big Lou Muyaneda. And uh, man, Big Lou has his hands in all kinds of great things from Lusion Brews to the Ensenada Bike Fest and a ton, ton more. Hope you guys enjoy this episode listening to Big Lou and all the great things that he's doing for the mountain bike community, the passion for mountain bike, even going back and talking about his first mountain bike being that stump jumper and the geometry back then. Uh, Before we jump into the episode, I do want to say thank you so much to the supporters of the Segment Podcast and Segment YouTube channel. Thank you so much to YT Industries, YT Live Uncaged, and the ultimate spray and wash and chain lube with SSB, Sand Sports Brothers. Also a special thank you going out to Tasco MTB. If you're looking for any kind of gear, take a look at Tasco for the gloves and the whole entire kit. Also a special thank you to Dianese OC for the protective gear in the helmets and the knee pads that I'm rocking. And lastly, Spy optic for keeping those eyes nice and clear and focused while on the trails and in lifestyle. Without further ado, folks, let's jump into this episode with Big Lou. Hey, what's up, Lou? What's happening? How you doing? How you doing, man? Yes. Beautiful day in paradise. Yes, it is. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Big Lou is on the podcast. What's good, (laughs) for those of you who don't know big lou yet gosh big lou is a dynamic person and uh, feel free to ask any questions for those of you who are on the live chat but boy uh, i actually learned about you lou from a a fellow friend that we have in common uh john b silva owner of ssb he one day shot me over this uh podcast beyond the bike podcast with (laughs) big lou yeah man oh by the way hey welcome to the ssb family dude oh thank you have you uh part of the family and it's always great for the family to grow and and to keep adding more people to the the ssb family that's awesome i love i love it i love it what big lou's talking about is uh, i just signed the contract to be a part of ssb uh the product is amazing but uh, the family is amazing it's almost like it's a family first and oh by the way they've got this awesome product and uh, for sure. for I'm sure. just excited to meet everybody. Um, yeah. Big Lou, we got a couple people here in the audience that want to give you a quick shout out. Uh, Air right. Blair. Air Blair is saying, up, Big man? Lou. How you <laughs> SS- doing, brother? SSB Life. That's right. SSB Life. He says, good luck, yeah. my brother. 
Muchas gracias. Thank you very much. We also have MTB Raging on the line. He says, Blair just told me he had Red Bull Rampage tickets for me. Oh, damn. Baller, shot caller. <laughs> Where'd you get those tickets, Mr. Air Blair? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, well, I wonder, I wonder yeah. what the weather's going to be like out there. It's going to be hot out there or nice Man, and cool. I don't know. It's man, it's so hard to tell. Like it's it's what is it? It's almost um it's gonna be on October the eighteenth, Red Bull Rampage out in Utah. It, man, I don't know. I, I hope it's cooler, but I hope I it, I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Bring bring your uh bring your sunblock just in case, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> out there and I think it's Virgin Utah, isn't it? Out there yeah. in the in the mountains mm -hmm. out there. Um no joke. and we saw I saw that Dylan Stark was uh actually got his lock in for being invited to rampage so shout out to dylan stark good luck to you on that do you have any writers on that uh rampage well, event uh, that you're looking at if uh if cal straight's on there i'm rooting for that guy that yes. guy's a he's a local and and uh you know definitely a big supporter of the bike community you know he had this event not too long ago up in the snow summit and you know he's got a big passion for the community and and uh that's who i'm rooting for yeah yeah, SoCal baby out of Alpine, Mr. Kyle okay. Strait, Rachel Strait, mm -hmm. solid yep. family. And even That's the, I, I did a race uh, at Vail, Big Lou, and uh, it was, I believe Rachel Strait's dad was kind of giving us all a pep talk while we were yep. waiting to drop yep. in. That was, he's been around was for dope. a very long time. You know, he's part of uh, Team Big Bear and uh, Tom, uh, Tom Spiegel and those guys right there. So, yeah, solid guy, definitely part of the the bike community and been doing it for a very long time. Yeah. It, it's such a good environment, you know, those bike races that they put on and uh, mm -hmm. we can definitely get into uh, some of the things you can kind of have your, your hands, not only in the podcast world, but organizing races as well. And I know you're doing some great things down in Ensenada. I mean, mm -hmm. you want to just jump into some of that and talk about what's going on down there. Cause you've got your hands full down there doing some good stuff. Yeah, well, you know, we started mountain biking, you know, man, like 10, 15 years ago. My buddy got got us involved. He had a bunch of old mountain bikes, and we started uh, we started riding. My little brother Danny, we used to be part of the race team, uh, racing enduro cross country for the for the team. Uh, he started he started riding his uh, BMX bike up uh, up chute. You know what I mean? Oh, up chute, and geez. and uh, so we used to ride Santiago Oaks a lot, you know, and and uh, so that's how, how how we got involved in biking and and. Uh, I'm like, man, dude, we gotta, we gotta start racing and, and put a, a team together, and kind of like it just kind of took off from there. And and uh, was the race team manager with the bike with the with the Pat bike shop for several years. And oh, after wow. that, I decided to uh, to do my own thing and started doing events. Yeah. Oh, so back no in like 2018, 2019, I started doing uh, uh, um, bike events locally here. Oh man, some yeah. of the event. What were some of the events that you were doing back in 18 and 19? Uh, I, that's when I started doing, uh, illusion brews. Okay. Yeah. 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 We started at Cook's Corner. Thanks to Rhonda over there at Cook's Corner. She gave me an opportunity. started doing it there. And, uh, I mean, we just did it one year there and then we just outgrew it. You know what I mean? So, um, then COVID hit and, you know, that kind of put a damper on the whole thing, but, uh, it was a great little, little spot to do events. It's just, it's just very small and, you know, it's just hard to find good locations, but, uh, my buddy uh, who runs uh, Peltzer Pines out there in the Silverado Canyon gave us a shot last year, and, and uh, so we did one there. And and uh, yeah, like I said, it's hard to find a, a good home for events locally here. And and you know, Orange County is really the heart of 
a lot of the bike community. So we, we want to keep doing events here, you know, whether it's uh, uh, Legion Brews or, you know, or a gravel event or something, you know, it's just gotta, it's gotta be, you gotta keep it alive. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, my first introduction to it was uh, heading out to over the hump and, right, and checking yeah. out that race. I mean, good Lord, it was a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. In Orange County, thinking everyone's like going to bed early because they're school and work and everything like that. No, right. everybody was at over the hump. <laughs> there was probably yeah. like fifteen hundred people there or more. Yeah, I mean Matt. Matt's done such a good job. He's you know so passionate about the sport. I remember when it first started, we were doing it at Irvine Lake, you know, when there was still a lot of water there, and uh, man, it was just such a small event, and all of a sudden it just it just grew and and it blew up and. And, and, you know, it really takes the bike community, the bike brands and the manufacturers to really get behind uh, an event like that to, to, to keep growing, to, you know, to keep, you know, getting people stoked on it. You know what I mean? Like, you, you just, you know, there's a lot of people that have, you know, become pro just because they started the passion of racing bikes because of over the hump. You know what I mean? Really? Wow. Dang. That's, that's a significant amount of impact on the, on the community. Yeah, Absolutely. That's- a lot, a lot of a lot of a lot of guys out there that are, you know that can probably thank Matt and everybody involved over, at Over the Hump because of what they've been doing with on on the bike. Wow, sure. wow, yeah, that was a big event, and and just knowing that the whole Orange County, it's kind of like a central area. You have SoCal, you have Orange County, LA, and then Inland Empire. You know that Orange County is kind of like that central location that's not too far for all of us to get to. Summertime, <laughs> it's like better weather. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you tell us to people from that are coming from LA, man. They're they're not too happy about it, but you know, <laughs> it, uh, it's just there's more of a of a following, more of a demand. There's more passion, I guess, you know, to do a, you know a weekday event in Orange County versus other places. I I maybe I'm wrong in that saying that, but uh, that's what it looks like. You know, they they tried doing stuff in LA, and and for whatever reason it didn't work out. You know, midweek, and um, you know we got we got over the hump. So I'm I'm grateful for that. You know, every time we we go out there. And, support and cheer people on i mean it's, it's a good vibe you know yeah. you get to see a lot of old faces and and just new people that are that are coming up the ranks to to continue racing and just riding bikes you know what i mean and being a good ambassador for the sport you know that's a that's a huge thing too you know you you know you got to be respectful you got to be mindful when you're out there racing because it's you're not racing for money let me tell you it's just for bragging rights so you know, there's been a lot of issues with, you know, with people that have just taken a little too serious, you know what I mean? So yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of beginners out there. So, you know, we all started from, from, from the bottom, you know, and I think sometimes people forget that, that, uh, where they, where they started from. And, and, uh, so you gotta give, you gotta be more patient. And, uh, when you're racing it, you know, around the, you know, beginner racers that are, that are just getting to the sport, you know what I mean? And, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to, uh, traumatize them. You know what I mean? And hey, dude, this pro guy just ran me off the course. Yeah, you don't want to do that kind of stuff. That's kind of yeah, stuff. that's true. That's true. Make make it make it to where the future for that person is always like looking bright and motivated, you know, versus deflated yeah. and like ah, uh, never going back again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, dream uh, crushers. Yeah, you don't want that, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's tire buzzers and, and dream crushers. Tire yeah, buzzers, yeah, okay. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. man lou we got spokesman mtv he's all the way up from um norcal he says hello oh, right good on to see you all yeah good dude this guy's uh he just uh got some property out in um colorado which is man. amazing he's got some great footage coming out of that area 
but Isn't that's that where, where the, they say that mountain biking started out in Colorado by a bunch of guys or something like that, right? Yeah, I read I read something about that, Lou. It was uh, where the heck was it? It used to be a place where these local guys would just ride up the gravel road and start bombing down the hill. And they yep. started having parties around doing this. And then the mm -hmm. California guys started coming over and it got really popular. Was that Telluride? I think that was possibly Telluride. I could be wrong. For those of you who are out there listening and you know, uh, chime it in. But, you know, they always say that uh, uh, north of San Francisco was the place that it was really birthed. But I, I wonder, what's the real one? I don't know. Uh, maybe we should just flip for it, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a point and, and just, just squash this debate, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We got right Paper here. Paper to the uh, rock. Paper to the rock. Oh, there you go. Fruit, Colorado. <laughs> okay. There you go. But, there you go. Somewhere out there. Yeah, it says, uh, spokesman says, started in Cali, but Colorado soon after. Got okay. it. Okay, All right. around, the same, around All right. the same time. That's that's cool. We got, uh, we got uh, the heel house or a mountain biking. All right, I like yes, it. <laughs> exactly. We need help there. They're right. ready, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, man. Heel house man. California's gold, dude. You know what I mean? Like, we need that yes. for the biking community. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That'd be exactly. great. Exactly. <laughs> so so glad that uh, mountain biking was birth. Could you imagine what we'd be doing if it wasn't? <laughs> like, it's pretty boring, that's for sure. It's exactly. very boring. Right? Yeah. I wonder what extreme sport we could do other than, that, you know, to hiking real fast, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Rich uh, on two. hiking, I mean, you know, there, there's a, you know, there's always debate about, uh, you know, trail etiquette and stuff like that when, when you have mountain bikers and you got people on, on horses and, and hikers or runners stuff like that i mean you know we got to be very mindful that man us you know we represent a, a very very broad group of people you know and, mm -hmm. and uh you know you get a hiker out there that you know runs into a you know a mountain biker and doesn't give them the respect and then they just it's bad for the community so you know especially like the, the the young young kids coming up man those are the ones that we gotta we gotta teach and and just uh, um you know, show them what's up, you know, and, and they got to be more respectful. And, you know, so we don't have that problem at, at you know, cause that's always, it always comes up anywhere you go. It's like, Oh, mountain bikers are, you know, destroying the trail and mountain bikers are doing this, but you look at John Curley and those guys that are just out at Oaks, you know, building trails, they do that. I love and the passion and, you know, just trying to preserve what's there. And, and, uh, you know, and he's out there doing clinics as well. You know, you, you know, wow. don't you, right. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm learning yeah. about all this, but, yeah, that I, I love trail builders and people that are doing things to teach the next generation the right way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, John, John's really good at that. You know, he does clinics. Got to hit him up. Yeah, that that is cool. A lot of those areas, man. <clears throat> I I feel like whenever you can have twenty mountain bikers go by a hiker and, and kind of give them space and say, "Hey, good morning," or "How are you?" and "Have a great day," and you get one that goes by real fast. And it just almost nullifies what all 20 of us just did, you know? Yep. It, so. it, takes, it takes one apple to, uh, one rotten apple to, you know, to, you know, corrupt the whole thing, right? The whole crate or whatever, you know? So, yeah, that's, that's part of it, man, you know? Yeah. But you just got to keep keep trying, you know, for all the people out riding, you know? That's true. Be respectful, that's... you know, even though we feel that we got, you know, we're in the right, but, you know, we're not. A very expensive and heavy, you know, piece of equipment, you know, and the hikers they have nothing to defend themselves, so you got to be careful, especially on blind turns. Yeah. I think that happened quite a bit and experienced and I experienced it myself. And when you're going up shoots, you know what I mean? Like, 
you know, there's a couple of blind turns when you're riding and, you know, just, you know, there's why there's, there's, well, there's, uh, there's, uh, there's bells and, you know, when, you know, when you come up a blind turn, you, you try to go as slow as possible. So in case there's somebody coming up the other way, and, you know, you try to avoid a collision. That's great etiquette. That's always a good reminder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. A lot of times people out there trying to get that PR, you know, but, um, mm-hmm. man, that, that could be such bad news. You come around that blind corner and, there's a hiker there and it's a steep and maybe there's exposure. That's just no bueno for all three yeah. people, the bike yeah, you yeah, yeah, and the hiker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> call, the, call the bike a person. Yeah. No, no, no bueno, man. No bueno. But yeah, you know, uh, so we, you know, we, we did, we did a lot of racing when John Curley was doing the, uh, the racing at the OC parks, you know, Aliso, uh, Oak, um, Whiting, stuff like that. And, and, uh, and then they shut, you know, OC parks shut all that, all that mountain bike locally racing down. But, uh, you know, he's still doing clinics uh, called Non-Dot Adventures. So he does bike clinics and, and skill clinics and stuff like that. So you guys are interested in, in learning more about how to ride your bike more uh, uh, with confidence, you know what I mean? Be more confident on the bike and turns and stuff like that. You guys should, should try coming out and attending one of these clinics that, that John puts on Non-Dot John, Adventures. John Curley. John Curley. Yeah. Yeah. He's been around a very long time huge ambassador for the sport and, and for local bike community. And, and, uh, so that's, that's, that's a good guy to, to even bring on the show, you know, in the future. And, yeah. um, we can kind of get everybody schooled up on, on a lot of the, the good stuff that my mountain biking now brings out of you. Yeah. That'd yeah. be cool. Big Lou. Definitely. I love, I love people like that. And I uh, love to hear what he has to say and all of his experience on building trails, teaching people, you know, what, what he's seen, all that yeah, stuff would absolutely. be fantastic mm-hmm. um yeah for, for you going back to the illusion brews did did covid was it covid that kind of stalled that or was did it just kind of outgrow where you were holding it at this point and you're looking for a new spot uh, well so like i said we started we started at cook's corner and we outgrew that and then and then covid hit and then we came back and did it at Peltzer pine and then we got it got frowned upon by oc parks Oh, <laughs> so, oh no! Yeah, <laughs> got yeah, too man, big. You know, yeah, yeah, I got too big. You know, a lot of there's a lot of haterade, whatever. And uh, so, so uh, uh, right now we're we're looking for uh, for a good spot, you know, a good permanent home. I, I got a couple of the good leads uh, to bring back Illusion Brews and try to keep it as close to the Illusion as possible. Yes. And and uh, so that's our plan for next year: is bring back Illusion Brews and also some gravel events. It's just hard, man. You know, there's a lot of hard work and dedication involved, and 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 then you get a few people that that uh that all they want to do is just uh try to tear, tear you down. But that'll be an effect. Yeah. I just keep keep forging ahead, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. Totally. But it, it's great that we have the local community. A lot of local bike shops, Rock and Road, the Pack Bike Shop, Words to Bike. You know the psych, uh, the the psychery, uh We got psychological bikes. Psychological, you know, yeah. You know, bikes. Not, yeah, rad bikes. If it's not for the bike community, the local bike shops that are supporting these events, you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't happen. You know what I mean? Because uh, from these events, people get to meet new people that you know, even though they're all riding together, they they, they don't really get a chance to, to get to know them you know, on a personal level. Ride with different people, new people, and. And that's, that's kind of how the community grows, you know, when you're doing uh, grassroots local events. I, that's, I feel that's, that's how you do it. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's my focus next year is to bring it back, you know, try to find a permanent home for it. That's awesome, man. Lusion Brews is coming back. Folks, you heard it here first 
on the segment <laughs> podcast. There's yeah. a couple locations. So good. A couple more people are in the audience. Uh, we got Rich on two wheels. He is the store manager for Dianese, the Italian uh, company that's making equipment for mountain biking kind of somewhat new into the industry. They, they purchased Pac a little while ago, so they're releasing some great items there. Oh, right on. We got EMTB Moto Adventures. What's up, Rick? He says, what up, Lou Dog? What's up, man? How you doing, Rick? <laughs> Rick, Rick? Yes, Rick, Rick. <laughs> MTB Raging SSB, dope product, killer people. I'm not in the circle of trust, though, yeah. He's working on it. You gotta work on that, man. You're gonna get jumped in here pretty soon. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you gotta start free rider and then and yeah. then work your way through. Uh, yeah, that's right. MT Rage CYT Pride. When we were talking about that spokesman yeah. saying, "Is is he the one in Alpine with the crazy bike jump course in his backyard?" Exactly. Talking about Kyle Strait, their spokesman. Mm -hmm. That's that's it exactly. Um, MTB. Farrell says, love your podcast, Mark. What up, Big Lou? What's up? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Spokesman <laughs> says, respect for the hikers, bikers, and equestrians. Totally. That's right, 100%. 100%. MTB Kaz Ozeki says, what up? Dude, a lot of people giving you shout-outs, man. All the way out in Arizona is popping in, too. Oh, uh, Trump nice. says, I stop and talk to all the hot moms. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> We got, we got every angle covered in this mountain bike community. <laughs> trail pimp right there, man. Go trail, go trail pimp. Riding dirty is out of Arizona. He says, yo, 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 what up, homies? Dirty in the house. Welcome aboard, What's happening, Eric. Man? Bienvenido, bienvenido. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. These guys are, are cracking me up. Uh, Smokes was saying, riding Santa Cruz tomorrow Oh, morning. man. Epic, dude. Epic. Yes. I, I've, I've done it one time, dude. That was just a long, hard day on the bike for me. It was like 60 miles and like like 3,500 feet of climbing. I forgot. I was with uh, with a friend of mine. We went up there and we, after Sea Otter, we went up and uh, and rode Santa Cruz. It was it was awesome. Shows were awesome. A lot of loam and stuff like that. Stuff that we don't get used to. You know, we don't we don't really uh, know about it down here because all we do is ride a lot of uh, you know loose turns and stuff Crap. like that. But, Crust. <laughs> yeah yeah but you know what that makes you a good rider because you know then, you know you can you can gauge your, your speed and you know you kind of slide into corners and stuff like that and when you go up to the long stuff then you know maybe you can ride a little bit faster a lot That's of fast guys down here man you know uh i remember when max sedlick you know he races for specializing in enduro cat and uh he started just coming up you know he was actually sponsored by a psychological for a while and you know now he's uh He's just a pro, you know. He's a he's a beast, man. He goes everywhere, races uh, for specialized, and and uh, you know, there's a lot of local guys here that are really quick, and and maybe it's because of the opportunity to get to ride almost every day, and the type of terrain, and it just you know loses fast sometimes, you know. Yeah, man. Well said. Totally. You you got the advantage of our weather, which puts you out on the trail 365 days a year if you want it. And then yeah. the terrain just being, you got to be loose because, you know, you don't know what's going to break loose, you know, on mm -hmm. you. So bike, body position, all that stuff, which I'm still learning. There's so much to learn, but I feel like if you're down this way and you can master those skills and then you go to a place that's tacky and predictable, you're going to be a contender for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. You, you look at uh, uh, Aaron Gwynn, you know, he's a, he's a local guy and look how many championships he's won and you know, he could probably attribute to that to, uh, you know, just riding down here locally, you know? Yes. 
Yeah, I saw I was uh, I was at Greer one day just riding with some buddies and up comes Aaron Gwynn riding up the trail and he was solo and he had an e-bike, but his e-bike was off and he was just climbing up and there's just the way he looked at everybody and looked over at us. It was like watching a lion kind of like walking through as he was passing <laughs> us. I was like, damn, that was Aaron Gwynn. Damn, I think yeah, he looked yeah. right through my soul. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Hey, have you ever been up to uh, to Sea Otter at all? You've been you I, get a chance to go up there. Gosh, I want to. I haven't yet, oh, but man. I I, wrote, out, I I know I see all the pictures and everything. But I did. I had there was a medical conference that I went to that was right by Laguna Seca, the uh, like kind of like Carmel by the sea. And yeah. I went up by Laguna Seca and I rode these this trail system up there. The one trail that I really liked it was called Pipeline, and it was like this windy fun you know trail through the trees there was like a, a, a creek on one side and at one point you dive down you cross over to the other side but uh man that was just you know one little system that i got when i was out that way and i'm thinking god if i go out here to sea otter you probably get to ride every single day something new something fun yeah. something good i mean the sea otter classic is just like just such a cool event to be there for a couple of days and walk around and pick up a lot of free swag you know what I'm saying? And get to meet a, a lot of these uh, pro, pro racers out there. You know, it's, it's pretty rad. You definitely got to go. They've uh, been doing it in April, April or, or May this year. Because uh, of COVID, they changed it to October, but now they're going back to their their regular uh, um, their calendar. Got it. And yeah. Yeah, that, that is cool. I forgot about that. That Yeah, that's a full-on race. Not just as a bike fest, but a full-on. It's, it's, it's definitely a bike experience for sure. There you go. That's a great way to yeah. say it, man. To yeah. Totally. Um, Spokesman is going back to the what we were talking about, about riding down in SoCal. He also says train at elevation is, a, is an advantage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. Get that cardio up, man. He's also saying oh, race to Sea Otter 11 years ago, 11 years in a row in the 90s. There you go. Dang. Dang. Dang Steve. <laughs> yeah. He's old school, man. That guy's cool. Got the V brakes. Dude, I yeah. saw, I saw, I saw footage of spokesmen uh, riding down a trail in Sedona called Highline, and uh, man, that that looked chunky, chunky, chunky mm -hmm. monkey trails. Have you ever ridden out in Sedona? Speaking of bike fests, no, no, never had, a, haven't had a chance yet to go out to Arizona, right out there, or or even Utah, but it's on my bucket list for sure. Yeah, Big Lou, it's it's such a incredible place, man. If you when you go. When you go, if you're going to the Sedona Bike Fest, and you pull into town, you feel like you're in a cartoon. You remember the Wiley e. Coyote cartoons when you were a kid? Oh, for sure. Yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. totally like that. <laughs> you're like you think that there's going to be like a coyote chasing a roadrunner. EMTB and Moto Adventure says Lou trains with Baja Tacos. Trust me, I seen it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rick, is that I, true? <laughs> hey, Rick, Rick, man. Uh, but I, I, the, I ain't the taco champion. That's the uh, that's my buddy uh, uh, Carlos, aka Lyman. That guy's a true taco <laughs> champion, dude. That was uh, a day, dude. Yeah, like sixteen tacos, four quesadillas, and like four sodas, dude. I mean, oh my god! After a ride, just one sit? No, no, no. We were down there for like the Baja One Thousand. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We were down there for we were chasing a, a bunch of guys and down there and, and racing, and uh, that was uh, that was one of one one heck of an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Slick Rick, are there pictures of yeah. this event? I wonder. There, in, you know what? I, I got it on YouTube somewhere, man. Of my, of my buddy just killing those those tacos, man. It was insane, dude. 
Yeah, he had a signature on the wall and everything. It was uh, it was next level, dude, for sure. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> you get to sign the wall. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. I'm the champion. <laughs> right, Dirty says, "Well, I'm waiting for all you to get out here to Sedona. Heck yeah, man! We'll definitely hit you up when we get out there, Eric." Yeah. Uh, Rick Slick Rick is saying lineman. Yeah, yeah. AKA Iceman, dude. Yeah, that's that's the guy. He actually, he's the one that got got me into mountain biking. You know, no back way. in the day. Yeah, yeah. Slick oh, Rick or, or lineman? No, no, my my buddy lineman. My buddy lineman, but uh, his name is Carlos. But he's the one that got us into mountain biking. He's also yeah. a truck driver. So shout out to all the truck drivers out there, man. Yeah, shout out to all the truck drivers that are out there, possibly listening to the podcast as they're driving down the roads right now. Thank you all for for tuning in. Um, Big Lou, let's talk about that real quick. When you started mountain biking, when did Carlos get this mountain biking over to you? When did he influence you to start? You know what? We, we were just uh, we just wanted to do something, you know, after work, and and he just had a bunch of bikes available, like some old specialized twenty sixty bikes. Uh-huh. One was like a uh, old stump jumper, and the one was an old enduro. You know what I mean? So we just started riding, you know, going out little by little, and and uh, you know we went from uh, riding Santiago Oaks to the Fullerton Loop. You know, everybody knows the Fullerton Loop, and that's world famous right there, dude. Loop, yes. And yeah, yeah, the Fullerton Loop, yeah. It's cool, man. The, I think the Fullerton Loop is such, such a fun little place to to go out and ride and, and uh, you know, really push yourself, you know, and there's so much room that, you know, you, you can really hammer down. I, I, know, I know a lot of guys are just flying right by you and you're out there riding the Fullerton Loop. What year, what year was this when you started riding? Was it, was it a while back when you started? Yeah, I would say like maybe 10, 15 years ago. Okay. Dang. Yeah. The yeah. geometry way different back then. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. And these, these were like old, old, like 26 inch, uh, you know, Stump jumper and enduro specialized bike. So yeah, they were definitely uh, oh, like a like a sixty nine degree head angle or something. Oh my <laughs> god! Know what, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what what are they now? Like sixty six and a half, sixty five, depending, yeah. depending on the on, on the head head angle stuff like that. But right. Yeah, yeah, good stuff, man. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. So you started out sound like you were on a stump jumper. Was that your first bike when you were getting into mountain biking? Uh, my first bike was an old, uh, uh, it was like a sledgehammer from Costco or, or I didn't know it wasn't, it was Pri- price club back in the day. Oh, it was price club back in the day. If you remember price club, man. I do. I, I do. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, you know, just, you know, that's when I was younger, I, I really started, you know, we started going to the Irvine park and just kind of doing the stuff around there. And, you know, I got, I got really, I got really hooked when we started riding with my buddy Lyman. And then, uh, after that, we just, you know, we took off started you know buying some some nicer nicer equipment you know and mm-hmm. uh really getting to figure out you know how to really ride up you know switch back and stuff like that which it takes a little bit of time to figure out you know you don't want to gas out every time you know what i'm saying right right you gotta s- yeah. s- save some energy for some you gotta of those face yourself man you gotta face yes. yourself yeah. yeah yeah wow dude i could see you smiling when you were telling talking about that bike your first bike when you're oh, yeah. getting into it with, with line. I mean, every, every, everybody remembers their first, you know, like legit, you know, somewhat, you know, pro looking bike. And, uh, but I mean, that, I mean, that bike fell apart here pretty quick, you know, and after that we started buying some nice stuff because it was costing more money to, to keep that thing alive versus, uh, you know, letting it to rest, you know, and just getting yeah. something different. <laughs> what, what was your first bike? 
I'm kind of a, a newer writer, Lou. So I, I started when the pandemic happened and I bought a used stump jumper. Speaking of stump jumpers, okay. specialized right. stump jumper uh, was my first intro into mountain biking. And I just, for me, there was something about when I first rolled on a trail that brought me back to being a kid again. There was something that I just mm -hmm. was missing in my life and that brought it back. It was this, this passion that came back to me. And I just knew, I'm like, this is the sport. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is it. And then just looking at that bike, it sat in the garage when I wasn't riding. And when I look at it, Lou, I was like, I got to go for a ride. It's just, mm -hmm. it was always like call, calling me. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of, I just fell in love with the sport so quickly. Do, do you remember the first time you're like, damn, man, I can't live without this sport? You know what? I, I'm right now with the work schedule being so crazy. It's, uh, I, see my, I see my bike in my room. You know, and I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta go out and ride it. Yeah. Work, work's crazy, you know. And then I got a two-year-old little daughter. Then, you know, with this kind of weather, you know, we have a pool in our apartment, so she wants to go to the pool every day. So it's kind of hard to juggle work and and family life, you know. Oh, but yeah. I, you know what? You know, hopefully work will taper down a little bit where I can I can actually go out and ride and yeah. uh, enjoy it, man. Are you are you more of a a solo rider or, or of a group guy? I you I could do. Ride? I can do both. My luckily, I, my son rides, so I'm able to get out with him, which has been super fun. I definitely yeah. love going with other people, though, because I have a lot more fun. For whatever reason, I I kind of feed off that stoke, you know. When mm -hmm. when everyone's having a good time, I feel it, and then I I'm having a good time. I'm participating in it, and then there's times where work and you know, same family man. You only have a certain amount of time. Like I gotta go now, get a 30 minute quick ride in, and I have to go solo. So. You right. know, the, those are kind of like good to reset the soul as well, because sometimes it's not like crazy. It's not it's not super big stoke, but it's more like spiritual, you know, like looking yeah. at the clouds, looking at the ground, taking in deep breaths, you know, that silence, hearing, <laughs> yeah, right. hearing the tires, you the know, the heavy, the heavy breathing. <laughs> yes. Super heavy breathing. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Um, yeah. That's if you're trying to meditate. I was like, all right, man, settle down, dude. Take control your breathing. Yes. You know, just take 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 it easy. You know, you're, you know, it's, yeah. it's a good time for sure. For sure, it's awesome. Yeah, I think I read somewhere there is like hundreds of millions of thoughts in your mind in a single day. One person has millions mm -hmm. and millions of thoughts in their mind every single day, and to be able to go out on a bike and for thirty minutes or an hour and just pause all that because all you're thinking about is what's in front of you. You know, it's so good for you to be able to yeah. reset, come back and you're like, man, I'm ready to take this on now. I'm ready to take that on. You know, just for that sure. little break, you know, it's so good. Yeah. Some of that, yeah, it's a mental break, right? Almost. Right. Yes. You, you, yeah. you block everything, all that stuff out and just focus on, on what you're doing, you know, yes, exactly. and breathing. Exactly. Is that That's what you it. fell in love with when you first started mountain biking, Lou? Or or was it yeah. the exercise? Yeah. Or what, what was it? Everything, everything, you know. I, um, I, I honestly like I, I like writing by myself, just uh, just being myself, and not even hearing music. It's just just out there listening to the nature, just riding and doing my thing, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's always right. It's always awesome to ride with people, and because then that's when you when you start pushing, you know, everybody's kind of, you know, they up the pace, and 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 then you start conversating, having a good time, and then. You know, everybody meets up somewhere and just, you know, has a good time. And, and those are always great memories when you ride with a group of people, for sure.
Yeah, everyone's uh, elevated. I, I, I like. I don't. I don't. I don't mind writing about myself. That there. That is peaceful too. I mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How about this one? When you're writing by yourself, and I just got one of these, an i9 Hydra. Listening to that hub behind me, just going. Uh huh. I don't know if I can go back now. I don't. <laughs> I, <laughs> it, it's almost like helps me meditate. That sound. That, that sound, huh? <laughs> Yeah. It's like that, uh, what are that? White noise, right? White noise. Exactly. There, there's it, people that need like some kind of background noise or something to sleep. Yes. You know? Yeah. They can't sleep at all. Like, it's just people can't sleep sometimes when it's just like just dead silence, you know? Right. You get that. You get that ringing or something in your ear. I don't know what it is, but yeah. There is definitely something about that that I and then I I start tuning into the sound of the hydra, so I know if I'm slacking because the pitch is lower. And I know when mm -hmm. I'm on it because the pitch is higher, you know, the way that it's mm -hmm. zinging back there. And uh, right. I don't know. It might just be oh, a table of one here, but <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, I like that. That's, that's cool. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so when, when I, uh, when, I uh, um, when I go out of work in the morning, I, I roll my windows down the truck and I turn everything off and I'm just listening to the truck, you know, kind of just making sure everything's sounding good and there's no issues, you know. And same thing with the bike, you know, you're, when you're, you know, you you have your air, your earphones off and you're just listening to the bike and you know sometimes you, some, and then you start hitting these little little creaking of like oh man my bottom bracket's making a little noise or yeah. you know I, I'm getting a little skip in my in my rear derailleur like man I gotta go to the shop and fix that thing and so yeah but when you talk about like you know you get that peace that mental you know uh, uh, rest from from everything else and all of a sudden you start thinking about your bike like oh there's something wrong with this and <laughs> service and to, to have a to the you know what I'm saying like do I do I have enough air pressure in the tires like oh man do I pump up the shock oh man you know what I'm saying right yeah yeah your brake is not going down that road for sure yeah it's like man am I doing for new brake pretty soon what's going on I gotta do my brakes you know what I mean it happens dude. it happens right it does. It does. Yeah, your brain starts yeah. going down that road, and then you, yeah. you you squeeze your brakes, and it makes a honking sound. You're like, "Dang, I, I don't think the bike shop used SSB. They must have used the competitor." Oh, this thing you sounds like a really not. instrument. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, funny. that is that's funny. Fun. That's funny. It's so true, though. Yeah. That's why I don't know if I could ever run. What's the What's the hub, Lou? That's like really quiet that you don't hear anything. You know, a lot a lot of brands are actually coming out with that. Yes. You know, um, I don't know if Chris King is one of them, um, but they're you know I think i nine even has one of those right. That's really silent hub. I it's, you know or maybe maybe it's Onyx. Yeah, one of them definitely. I, yeah, I don't remember which one, but I don't know if I could do it because then I then I think I'd hear all the creaks and everything. <laughs> so the uh, the so that the big loud hub in the back's kind of muffling all the time, yeah, right? It's just like <laughs> nothing's wrong, everything's great. Yeah, just, just turn up the a little bit more in your car, you know, you won't hear that, <laughs> right? Till the wheel falls off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know uh, that that, that word indicator on your brake in your car, like I oh, just turn up the radio a little bit. Exactly. MTV Radio says, "Lou, we got a badass crew, but I think we all solo a lot too." Yeah, they Amen feel you that, on that. Man. Amen to that, yeah. Trail Pimp is saying, I love the Hydra sound on my SX310 carbon wheels. Ooh, Trail yeah. Pimp. Dang. Right and dirty. Here's his Here's his happy place. Uh, I blast death metal at all times when I ride unless I'm with someone. Yeah. There you go. Sick. He's a death metal fan for sure. Yeah, oh, all, he, right, all right. Here, here it is, Lou. The Onyx Vesper. 
and classic is silent. There it is. Yep. That's the one. Air Blair is saying, I love the sound of the hub, especially when it's a train of bikes rolling together. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. Rumble. Coming down the luge, man. Yes. Coming through the canyon. What's that sound? Get the drone out there and just, you know, follow the guy who's just hauling mail down the road there. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's awesome. That is awesome. Lou, let's uh let's talk about um if you don't mind, let's talk about what you're doing down in Ensenada because I I do re- I do recall from a conversation that there was an epic epic bike fest in Ensenada before yeah. it was before the pandemic, yeah? Yeah, back in 2019, uh had this wild hair and I wanted to do events down in, in Baja and uh I convinced Steve uh, Gamelos from California Endurance Series to uh, to give me the opportunity to put on a race that would be part of the California Ser- Endurance Series down in Ensenada and we called it Ensenada Bike Fest back in, in uh, 2019. It was awesome, you know. Cal Strait, Rachel Strait. There's a lot of a lot of pro racers out there. Uh, Essence Glory was down there. Um, you know, uh, um, uh, it was it was a good time. It was a good time, you know. A lot, uh, definitely a, a big learning curve when you're putting on an event that size and, and and a lot of moving parts, you know what I mean, to make everything happen. But, uh, you know, thankfully everything worked out and, and people are excited enough that we're going to bring it back next year. That's and awesome. Like 2023, uh, April 1st. So we'll be the first stop uh, of California Endurance Series in Ensenada. New trail system, uh, same venue. We're going to be at a horsepower ranch. Uh, it's a great little venue. Uh, don't don't think that the ranch is uh, like a like an old school ranch. It's it's, act, it's like a little resort hotel. It's got 52 rooms available to rent. Restaurant bar. It's got a resort style pool. You know, okay. big area where people can hang out and, and camping. There's going to be a lot of camping uh, available as well. So that's the plan for next year. But uh, right now we're we're mainly focused on our event in October, October 29th and 30th. We're going to do a an event. Yeah, there it is. Thanks to Concept Paving Solutions, one of our uh, really one of our customers for a trucking company. Uh, mm-hmm. What I do for a living is uh, dump trucks, dump truck drivers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, they came aboard and and, and uh, they're a title sponsor for the event. And uh, and uh, it's going to be a great time. You know, it's it's going to be a, it's mainly a local event, but you know we're hoping that more people from the states come down and and uh, they'll get a small preview of what. Uh, they'll expect to to race next year for the bike fest because we're going to be using uh, some of those trails uh, for the enduro enduro trail. Enduro, yeah. Wow, yeah. Lou, are these the enduro race in October? Do any of the points go to like a series outside of yeah. outside of it? No, it's, it's a standalone race, but you know we're we're bringing you know we're we got we got money on the table. It's five hundred bucks, so it's two hundred fifty bucks for the Ooh. fastest fastest man and, and the fastest woman if you're a pro beginner sport whatever if you want a sandbag if you're a it's, it's going to be the fastest man and the fastest okay. woman that's going to get paid not not just in the pro category it's, it's going to be whoever is the fastest overall for the day wow so, so yeah you know uh, it's it's going to be fun man you know saturday we're doing the the eight hour race it's going to start at 2 p.m it's going to be an eight hour endurance so you know we're going to oh. race into the night and Jeez. we're gonna also have an e-bike e-bike category uh, for that one as well, as well as the enduro. Wow! And what are the trails like on these enduro trails down there? Um, well, it's gonna be steep, loose, and rocky. Oh boy! You know, 
we got we got some we got some uh we got some wood features uh we have a solid crew thanks to john and murillo down there he, he he lives down in Ensenada. you know he's the one that's putting in a lot of work a lot of dedication a lot of time and building these trails and you know definitely different different setup from what we did it back in 2019. back in 2019 we were kind of all over the place different trails and you know um they're going to be very similar but um you know no no shuttling you know people are going to have to uh you know figure out a ride or or uh or you know ride right to the to the um, to the venue um and and back and forth type of deal because uh you know the shuttling stuff was uh, kind of a kind of a headache to be honest with you, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. I but uh, you know, so the uh, Horsepower Ranch, and where we're going to put the race on, it's about three miles away, so it's not that okay. far. Yeah, uh, it'll be a good time. Nice, nice, and that'll be October thirtieth at the ranch down there in Ensenada, and then you, you're having a a preview ride or a peak ride the weekend prior to this. Uh, the twenty fourth, the twenty fourth of this month. We're gonna do a pre-ride weekend, so anybody that wants to come down and and, and check out the trails, uh, we're, we're gonna have like a little caravan if people want to meet up and go down there. And uh, we'll stay at Horsepower Ranch, and the next day we'll go out and ride the trails, and and uh, we'll have some some beers and tacos and ceviche afterwards. Nice. In lieu uh, of pe- people listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, or watching this on YouTube, how how can they get more information about this Enduro race or or even sign up for it? Is there a place to sign up for it yet? Uh, yeah, we have a, um, uh, what is that called? A, uh, uh, it's registration. Um, uh, it's on my link. Check out my okay. link on my Instagram. <laughs> on IG. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 yeah if you get, if you I'm guys are, if you guys are listening to it right here, uh, <laughs> go to, go to big Lou's Instagram. That's uh big Lou. And then Lou, the last name again is Moyoneta. 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 Yeah. Or you can go to like uh, we have the info also on Lusion Brews on Instagram page, uh, and then Relampago Events Group as well. It's gonna be, it's gonna have that information. So it's, uh, the website's called Eventbrite, but uh, you gotta go on on, on there and, and click the links, and that'll that'll take you on there. And that'll take okay, gotcha. So for the folks that are yeah, used to using that events Eventbrite to look for yeah. uh, rides, this one will be on there again. That's October thirtieth down in Ensenada at the yeah. the rancho the ranch. Yeah. Sunday, yeah. eight. And, and, yeah. So Sunday is enduro, and Saturday. Uh, so Sunday is enduro and downhill, and Saturday we're doing the cross country race. That's that. That's the eight hour one, right? The big one. Yeah, eight hour race. Yeah, Woo. starting at uh, two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh baby, baby, that's a biggie. Yeah. <laughs> that's a biggie. Yeah, yeah uh, you know what? Uh, back, you know, a few years ago, I actually did a I did a six hour race at Benelli, and then I did an eight hour race at uh, Temecula. So that was a uh, Dang. That was tough, man. That's tough, bro. <laughs> really was, I guess, was... Once I get back into like really riding more and focusing on that, and you know, I'll get I'll get onto uh, maybe doing some more some racing next year or wow. in the future. Dang, yeah, dude. it's fun, dude. You know, it it really pushes yourself mentally. It's more I think more more mental than anything else, especially when you're out riding and you're like, man, I'm I'm done. You know, and, and yes. your mind plays tricks on you. So if you can just get past that, you know, you can. Uh, you can you can make it happen for sure. You, you you I'll be the last guy, man. But you know what? I'll beat the guys that quit. That's for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you probably have a bigger smile than a lot of the guys that finish too. Yeah, you know, yeah. your mind's in the right spot, having a good time doing it. Yeah, yeah. It it's crazy the mindset in this sport. I mean, so many times 
you feel like you're gassed, you know, like that's it. I have no more three laps later. You're all of a sudden hooting and hollering with your friends again. Like, where did that come from? How did, yeah. how did I do that? I could do so much more than I thought I could. Yeah. If, there's definitely a lot, a lot of mental, mental strength involved for sure. If, if mountain biking had a person that could be the person to just kind of show everybody what mountain biking is like, it'd be David Goggins on a mountain bike. You know, yelling at everybody, yeah. stay hard. <laughs> yeah, stay hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We got a question here. Uh, Lou, are you heading up MTB Extreme? MTB Raging is asking. Is that the event in Antonada? I'm part of it, yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Air Blair is asking, do you need separate insurance for the Enduro races, he wonders. Well, uh, what do you mean insurance? Like for the event? Yeah, we have event insurance. Yeah, we, we always, you know, whether it's like uh, Lujan Bruce here in the States or in Baja, uh, we always uh, provide uh, insurance for, for the event. Yeah. But well, uh, uh, if you if you want, like, you're talking about insurance, like to get down there for your car or for your bike. Uh, we have ride just... insurance as, as one of our sponsors okay. and, uh, you can, you can, you can sign up and get insurance. Uh, cause a lot of the auto insurance for your cars, they, they only cover like so many miles into Baja or to Mexico. After that, you're kind of, you're on your own. So I would, I strongly advise for you to get like, uh, additional insurance and Red Baja insurance is a, is a good company. They, uh, they support and, and provide, some, uh, a lot of, uh, help for the, the Baja guys that race down there that are bringing down like million dollar equipment, you know what I'm saying? So if they can, you know, insure their stuff, there's no problem to insuring, uh, you know, 10, 10 or 12,000 model mountain bike, you know what I mean? So right. a little red ball insurance. And then, uh, in the referral, you put a, uh, uh, Baja MTB as a referral. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So Blair's outlets, uh, let us know if that answers your question. Also wondering if he may be wondering if you were a writer and you got hurt, would your insurance, uh, pick up if you had to get to the hospital or urgent care, or would you have to purchase insurance down to, to cover you for the race itself? Well, I mean, we, we provided, uh, we, you know, we have insurance for the event. We have ambulances also standing by there. So if anybody, you know, that's what we did back in 2019. We had an ambulance. We had actually had one guy that actually crashed and broke his collarbone, and, and uh, we we sent him to the hospital, and they released him. You know what I mean? But we uh, we used one of the best hospitals in Ensenada called the, the um, called the, the Belmar, right there in Ensenada, and, and uh, so they checked him out, and he was released, and we we picked him back up, and you know he was back at the, at the venue in, in no time, and I think his parents came and picked him up. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Interesting. That's cool. That's really cool. Empty Raging is saying, uh, Aubrey Dean turned me on to this just a couple oh, of yeah. days ago. Good reason to get back to Baja Norte. And you have an e-bike class. Oh, too. Yeah. 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 Aubrey's already signed up. She's uh, oh. she's awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So she signed up for the, for the e-bike class. And that's, that's one of the few uh, stops for the California Jury Series where they do offer an e-bike class. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're definitely a, uh, welcome, you know, e-bikes and, you know, that's a lot of people are turning to that, you know, whether you're, you're new to mountain biking or, or you're, a, you know, a pro racer, you know, e-bikes is a uh, tourist day. So why, you know, let's just embrace it. You know what I mean? Totally. Right. You, know, you hear that? Parts? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love, I love it. I did get, I did get a decoy uh, earlier this year 
and having a, a blast on that thing. It, it's so fun. <laughs> yeah. So fun. Um, Timothy Haley is, is joining the group. He says, what's going on, everyone? Welcome, Tim. Welcome to the podcast. So, Lou, so so many things, man. You, you're a business owner. You're driving the trucks. Uh, you're putting on race events, the podcast, Lusion Brews, like family. <laughs> like, yeah. holy cow. How do you stay successful whilst juggling so many things? How do you do it? The support of everybody, you know, uh, um, you know, just, just got to do the best to your ability, do the best you can and, and uh, provide the best service and, and, uh, for, you know, for everybody, to be honest, you know, uh, when I do trucking, you know, we provide the best service we can for our customers and, and try to save the money when they're doing big projects and, and, uh, um, and then, you know, logistically just trying to find different places to, to you know, cause well, I'm a, I'm a dump truck driver. So, um, you know, we work for a lot of asphalt companies, construction companies. So, you know, we're always tearing up streets and parking lots and stuff like that. So, you know, we, we want to be as efficient as effective as possible and, and, and helping them, you know, complete their projects and saving money. And, you know, it's just a passion that we have, you know, I'm a third generation truck driver and, and uh, I love what I do. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's part of part of what I do, man. You know, yeah. keep on trucking for Jesus. Keep on trucking. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Tra- Trail pimp is saying Lou is a pimp. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, the bike, the bike stuff. I mean, I, I had a passion for it. You know what I mean? So um, that's what that's what drives me is, is the bike community and, and seeing people there and, and and having the bike community together, whether it's a big event or a small little gathering. That, that's that's. Uh, I really get a kick out of it and I enjoy that. You know what I mean? So it's, it's definitely a passion I love. And it's, I think it's, I want to leave that kind of an imprint, you know, for the future and, mm. and hopefully people will, uh, um, you know, appreciate what, what uh, everybody does for the community, you know, whether it's a big thing or a small thing, you know, it's, it's an impact no matter what. It's a little ripple. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Love that big Lou. So, so, so true, man. I, with somebody like you who's so dynamic and you have, you know, multiple businesses you're, and you're doing multiple things, do you find that there's a correlation between success in life and, and the mountain bike? Meaning that does the grind of the mountain bike spill over those skills you learn to grind through things? Does that spill over into the business world and oh, other yeah. parts of your life? Yeah. It's, it's about dedication and commitment and, and just sticking to the plan. You know what I mean? And, and just, uh, you're going to say something, you know, you're going to do something, you better, you know, you better do it. You say it, do it, and, you know, and be a man of your word, you know, whether it, uh, you know, it, it costs you financially or whatever, you know what I mean? You got to do it. Mm. People are going to, you know, I think they'll respect you for that, you know, in the long run. Say, hey, you know what? You know, <laughs> it cost you some money, man, but you still did it. So that's good, man. You're a man of your word. And I think, yeah. I think we lose a lot of that, you know, nowadays is, you know, people are just always so easy to just to back off and back away from deals and whatever. And, and uh, I think that's, uh, we're losing sight of that, of uh, just, you know, you know, if you're going to say something, you do it and that's it, whether it, it, it costs you or not, you know what I mean? Or you gain or not. It's not, it's not always about gaining something and winning something. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta just do it just because, you know, you're, you're, that's a, there's honor in that. You know what I mean? Mm. And I think when you're, when you're, when you're racing and, and riding bikes and training, you know, if, if you cheat yourself in that, you, the, the results are going to show when you go out and race. So you know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. There's yeah. no hiding behind that. That. No. I mean, well, you, you can cheat when you're out there riding and training because nobody sees you. Right. But when, when it's, when it comes to, 
to the big show when you're racing, I mean, it, it's going to show. It's going to yeah. show if you're really committed and trained for, for that event or not, or for whatever in life, you know? Yeah, you got to put so, in the work. The results will the work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the results. The results are always honest. If yep. the work was done or or not done, that's so true, man. You can't cut corners, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not, it's not, sometimes it doesn't work out. Let me tell you, <laughs> dude. I I like what you said there. I like that thought process on it. You're you're right. You know, there's a lot about mountain biking that's like a delayed gratification when we're telling ourselves like we're going to get up to the top of this trail and then we're going to head down this, we're going to have fun. And mm -hmm. uh, a lot of us never quit. You know, we just keep on chugging no matter how much it hurts. Sometimes you got to hike a bike it. Sometimes you just are the last one up to the top, but you make it. And I think that teaches us stuff like you said in the real life, you know, go yeah. being true to your word, being able to show up, being able to, you know, whether it's good for you or not, you know, being yep. able to say, I did say I was going to do it and I'm here and it's a loss, but I'm doing it, you know, or, yeah, but, you know, sometimes you're just too tired to go do something, you know, and, and you just say, you know what, I, I committed to it. People are counting on me. I'm going to do it. And, and, uh, you know, and just do it, man. People, you know, you're going to, it's going to be honorable later on and people are going to recognize that. And, and that's part of your character as well. Wow. You know? I love, I love that. That speaks volumes when now I'm thinking about luge and brews and I'm thinking about Ensenada bike fest. And I'm thinking about this uh, event that you have on October 30th, you know, like just thinking about putting any one of those events on seems mind blowing, but you do it. And with the family and with the full-time work, you yeah. know, everything. Yeah. It's, it, you know what, it's just, a, it's about the community, you know, people supporting you and, and, and being, being all about the event and, and, uh, you know, and, and just spreading the gospel of mountain biking and, you know, what, what we have to offer here, you know, it's also, you can offer that in Baja, you know what I mean? And not, not be, uh, uh, stuck in a little bubble, you know what I mean? And this bubble of just staying here, you know, there's so many, you know, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of cool stuff to explore here, you know, in the States, but there's also a lot of cool stuff done to explore in Baja and, a lot of good memories and and uh, that you can take back and, and a lot of adventures and I have a uh, a Sanjay Shamba who who works for the Pat Bike Shop. Uh, he's the he calls himself the world's fastest Indian, right? And right. Uh, he 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 does a lot of uh, bike packing. And he was telling me this adventure that he did from from here all the way to uh, to to Cabo San Lucas on his bicycle. What? So he would ride like so many miles, like 100, 200 miles a day, and then sleep alongside the road. Next day he would get up and, and continue this journey. I was down in Baja years ago. We we're down in, in, in Loreto and we ran into a lady that was from like Denmark or something. Wow. And, and and you see them down there. I mean they're you sometimes they're like in a group, sometimes you're solo. But I mean these people are just focused on getting down to Baja wow. and, and riding and riding along the you know, and they're like on the on the main road, which is highway one. And highway wow. one down in Baja is a two lane road. So one one going north, one going south, and, and that's all you got. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know it's, it's pretty it's pretty gnarly when you're you're thinking about riding your bike and you got all your gear with you and, and you got these semis that are just you know chugging up and down the peninsula, bringing bringing and taking down supplies, and and uh, so then, you know you got to be mindful. But it people do it you know year in year out. You know they're down there and 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 Sanjay was telling these adventures and when he was in India and stuff like that. So it's uh, it's pretty cool when you, when you what bikes and what where they can take you, you know what I mean? These adventures and, you know, um, but I, I love Baja and I think it's got a lot to offer. And, you know, I'd like in the future, you know, if I can get enough 
courage to do it, but I, I like to do like a point to point uh, uh, e bike race from Ensenada to uh, to uh, San Felipe. Almost oh. like almost like a, like a like a Baja, you know, two fifty or something like that. You know, dang, that's that's uh, my 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 illusions of grandeur. <laughs> <laughs> what? So is San Felipe? How far down in in BCS is that? Um. So you know, it's several. If you go through like Mexicali, uh, it's maybe a few hours down down south. Um, from Ensenada, you maybe like two hours. Okay. On Highway Three. So yeah, so like, the I mean, mountain range over to get over. The yeah, place. yeah, you go through like Valley T, you pass through through Mike Sky Ranch, and and you get to uh to to San Felipe. But I think be cool, and I think that would be more like an e-bike thing. Yeah, you know, to do like a, like a almost like a like a, a stage event, you know, like a stage race, right? Almost like the Nora, where you you go from one one point, and it says you know e-bikes only have a certain amount of range. What is it like forty miles or so, right? So, so yeah. let's say. If you're on okay, boost mode, like some, like me, I'm twenty something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for for these for the e-bike race in October, I mean, you're gonna have to have uh, some kind of a time man, you know, battery management for this event. You can, you know, because it's gonna be two two guys and two bikes on the bike. But you know, if you don't have no extra battery, so you know, you gotta you gotta be wise and conserve your your juice. So so this event that you know I, I like to do in the future from Ensenada to San Felipe, it would be like a uh, like a stage race, right? Because yeah. point to point, I mean, it, I think it'd be like maybe like 200 miles. So Ooh. that'd be pretty gnarly, pretty gnarly be... e-bike race. But but I mean, imagine that dude, like just putting the equipment to the test, right? Yeah. Who's got the best best uh, 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 motor out there? Is it Shimano? Is it whoever else out there? And and then the battery and the combo package. And you know, there's guys out there that they have their batteries all boosted up, whatever their their, their bike boosted up. But that could be a that could be a a drawback to something like that, you know, because you're, you're with, you know, you're burning through the juice pretty quick, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, dude, I got to get to a certain checkpoint. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, yeah, they may be way yeah. out front at first, but they may be not so much once the battery runs it's like out. A, it's like a turtle in the hair, right? Who's gonna win? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. There's there's so many yeah. angles with the e-bike. You know, you're gonna be in eco mode, trail mode, boost mode. Um, how are you going to do it? You're going to turn it off for a little while. You know, there's a lot of different strategies that you'd have to do on a 200 mile race like that. Yeah. Wow. But you know, for for the event in October, actually, the the e-bike community is is growing pretty quick. Done in Ensenada, they they have weekly e-bike rides cool. where there's like 30 or 40 guys that show up to this bike shop down there called Baja Adventures. Uh, and then uh, the guy that owns it, his name is Jorge Trujillo. He's got a it's a bike shop. But it's also like a like a tap room. He's got like beers on tap. He also does like uh, uh, oh, yeah. like if you a uh, reserve advance, you know he'll do like he'll do like a like a nice tomahawk steak, you know what Dang. I mean for dinner. This guy's so, doing it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so like uh, during the week, he's got a, a big group ride that he does, and all these guys are on e-bikes. So there's like wow. 40 or 50 guys on e-bikes, and they do this like big loop. They come back, you know, eat food and drink beer and have a good time. Oh, so, man. um. So the e-bike community down in Baja is, is actually pretty strong. And, uh, you know, it's, there's no really restrictions on where you can ride down there. You know what I mean? Unlike here. Right. Exactly. <laughs> here. Yeah. I was trying yeah. to follow my son. He was racing Big Bear. And uh, we went over on the backside of uh, Summit. And then there's all these signs like, not allowed to go. <laughs> or, were, <laughs> you know? were, you, were you on 2 and 10 up there? Um, he was... 
Yeah, he was he was racing in uh, Tom's uh, race series up there. Uh, okay. Big Bear and, and um, yeah, it was uh, some of the trails fall line and things like that. But yeah, the signs were like you know I ran some of the practice laps with him, but for me to do other things out there, there was definitely e-bike e signs saying not no motorized any kind to pass this point. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty sad. There's there's so much politics involved with this with this uh with this law and and uh the, I think the only way it's gonna be solved is if you get uh you know and I don't I haven't done my homework on it but if you get all the manufacturers involved mm-hmm. and, and really do a uh educate everybody that's that's kinda in a way ignorant on 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 this whole e-bike thing, you know what I mean? Yeah there's uh, uh there's a lot of you know a lot of lies out there and, and uh twisting everything around where People are not really getting the actual truth about e-bikes, and and uh, it causes all this division within the bike community. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's polarizing. I know. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, and, and pretty much everybody that I've ever seen get on an e-bike for the first time immediately gets a smile. And you yeah. know, most of us are packing on the smiles. We're packing on the miles, but you know, <laughs> there can only be so many pros out there, and and the yeah. rest of us just having a good time. So but, but you know who's doing it right is the San Clemente because you can you can ride your bikes down there in San Clemente. That's true. So, That's true. So they got it right, man. They got their head on screwed on right. So everybody else has got to follow suit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, kind of get their act together in the G-bike stuff because it can, you know, it can definitely help people that that are struggling riding and stuff like that. And you, but you got you also gotta you gotta uh, really be mindful of your limits, you know what I mean? Because I think sometimes it's misleading on what e-bikes can do for you and, mm-hmm. and you can do more than what actually you're capable of. And then mm-hmm. you can also get into trouble. So you got to be mindful of that too when you're out being a new rider and, oh, dude, I can, I can do 40 miles now before I could only do like, you know, eight to 10 miles and I can do 40 now on an e-bike and now suddenly you're out there and you're, you're in trouble. So you got to be mindful about that kind of stuff too. And, you know, you got to be somewhat kind of a little fit, you know, to, to be able to do a big ride like that because, elements and you got mechanical or something happens you know something's always right. happening. yeah now you have to contend with a 50 pound bike and trying to get it out there you know you don't want to not leaving that sucker yeah. behind <laughs> yeah. the ultimate hiker bike <laughs> exactly what's the walk mode on this thing mtb Ridge says luge and bruise was a good time me and air blair ran that last year year before good times he says for sure thanks slick, for coming out slick rick is saying lou is kind of a legend <laughs> yeah, right. <Legend>. Dude. <laughs> I said EMTB oh, Baja. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And Raging is saying, yes, dog park rules out there in San, yeah. the San Clemente trails. Trail Pimp saying, I rode San Clemente with Danny UO SoCal on an e bike, and I went back to my regular bike. It sucked. He said, <laughs> <laughs> The yeah. transition is tough when you toggle on and off for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He says thank you, YT Mill, San Clemente. Yeah, they're they're down right they're down the street over there. Yeah, they're so close. You can get a bike and then go uh, take it out on the trails, have a good time, and and come back mm-hmm. and have a brew or two. Yeah, that place is that place is great. Um, Lou, it's already been up an hour. I know you still have to work tonight, but before before we go, just wanted to give you the opportunity to give some shout outs to some of the people that support you. Who are who are the people Man. in the mountain bike community that that so support many people. Blue? So many people. <laughs> I figured it could uh, be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what? Like, like I said, like you know, uh, rock and road. You know, Matt Ford, Bill Mole over there at Psychological, Tony Walling over there at the Pad Bike Shop. You know, they they've been big supporters of what I've done in the past and, and what I'm doing. And 
obviously uh, Big B, SSB. Um, Big B. Uh, Roger Hernandez, Kenda Tires, Mark Counts from Giant. There's so many people, you know what I mean? It's just, it, it's, it's great, you know? Um, yeah, <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people. That's a, yeah, a lot of brands. I mean, if you uh, if you went to the to the last Legion Brews, I mean, you, you saw everybody that was there. Wow. You know, the Racing Roastery, uh, um, Travis, you know, he, he did this uh, special blend for us for coffee. You know, I mean, coffee and mountain biking kind of go hand in hand. You know, you, you look at all these guys and always got a cup of coffee in their hand. Or some kind of drink in their hand, right? True. <laughs> Whether it's before or after the ride, it's either hot yeah. or cold. <laughs> yeah. So, so Travis from the Racing Roastery, uh, he did this. Uh, we did a special blend of uh, for Lusion Brews. It was like a Mexican coffee, and it was oh. you know everybody you know. So he he's a big supporter of the community, and he's got really good uh, uh, organic uh, small batch coffee that he sells. So uh, you guys can, can check him out on, on the Racing Roastery. Instagram page and, and, and hit up Travis. He, he does a really good job and he's got a passion for coffee. Ooh, that's yeah. not that's not his full gig, you know, that's not his full time gig. That's just like his side hustle and his passion. He's always out there supporting what I'm doing. And I'm stoked that he'll he'll continue to do that for us. And obviously Hot Shop Design, uh, they they came aboard uh for, for these last events and and uh provided some jerseys for for our events. Uh, uh obviously Mike Franzi over there at Fullerton Bike, you know, uh yeah, it's, it's the, the my community is awesome. You know, I'm blessed to be a part of you know the, the community and, and for people to to really be, get behind what we're doing and the vision that we have and the passion that we have. Uh, it's it's really great. I'm I'm really blessed to to be a part of this community. It's a big community, you know. Obviously, uh, some some people don't get along, but when you come to an event like that, it's kind of like a truce. You know what I mean? Everybody kind of gets together and has a good time. Exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked, you know, and, and uh, uh, to just keep continuing to do events uh, as much as I can and, and having people just be a part of it and uh, get behind it for sure. You know, I, I like to do some stuff in L.A. County uh, in the future because I think there's a need for, for that over there. Maybe, uh, I don't know, Benelli or something, do something there mm-hmm. um, in the future. But, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens, you know. You know, doors got to open up. You know, we can we can knock as hard as we want, but if the doors don't open, yeah, you know, it's not going to happen. You know, yeah. that's a sign. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. Well, big yeah, dude. I'm, I'm grateful yeah. for sure for everybody that's been been part of the event, being out there supporting and, and sharing the love and the stoke of uh, of the bike community, which is great. That's so good, man. That's so many people that's uh, tied into the mountain bike community, supporting Big Lou and all your adventures that you're doing out there, dude. If anybody can put together something in the LA area, some event, you know, uh, I'm sure if we look close enough in the fine print, we'll see Big Lou's name written in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being part of it somehow. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll do what I can. But uh, you know, there's a need. You know, we gotta, we gotta fill that, we gotta fill that gap. You know what I mean? Because I mean, hey, Orange County is great, but we gotta we gotta spread the love elsewhere. You know what I mean? And uh, I think there's a need in Alameda County and and uh, you know San Diego stuff like that. I remember when when there was uh, enduro racing going on uh, back in the day. Um, I forgot who put it on, but uh, you know we were doing Black Mountain and and uh, out there and down in San Diego, and it was it was a good oh, time. Yeah. But that all that all went away, and and nobody nobody picked up the the, the baton. You know what I mean? Now it's just you know, it's it's kind of sad that there's no, besides you know Temecula, that's 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 all there is. You know what I mean? There's all there is for racing. You know Temecula, bigger. You know we got Fontana, but you know that's 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 scary times right there in Fontana with what Donnie's got to deal with. 
you know, with Fontana, with the city and, you know, developers and stuff like that. But, you know, you got to look elsewhere. You got to yeah. look elsewhere and you want to keep it going. You know, he's been doing it for over, over 25 years. Wow. Uh, that long. Over there. Yeah. Over there. He's wow. been doing it for a very long time. Did, yeah. did the Fontana races or is it, maybe I'm thinking Southridge. Did one of them end up going yeah, to Fontana, Snow Valley? Yeah. Same thing. You know, okay. Fontana, Southridge, they, they call it Southridge USA. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, that's, that's Johnny Jackson. Yeah. He went up there, but, uh, I, I I don't think people really liked the the trails and the terrain up there, you know. He's got to keep keep looking, seeing what he can find. But you know, um, you got to also be diligent and, and to to work with, with you know the cities and the counties and the officials around the area that that are you know re that, that represent us. Mm -hmm. If we're doing something for the community, they gotta they gotta go up to bat for us. Yes, and, and what we're doing, you know, because it, it's positive. You know, what I mean, you you look at El Monte. What's going on over there with the bike, you know, with, with that little bike park that got going on. And and so uh, it's a good thing that the community and, and the, the local government is behind that because you need that. You know what I mean? You need places where, where the youth can can get away from from the, you know, from the uh, alternative, which is, uh, you know, gang lifestyle. You know what I mean? So you have yeah. these outlets for these kids where they can go ride and, you know, you never know. They could, they could be the next, uh, you know, pro, pro athlete, you know, pro mountain bike racer. So true. Uh, guy or something, you know, and and they're just they just need that opportunity to 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 show it. Right, definitely. So, or hopefully, you know, they can make make new friends out there, friends that uh, will help keep them out of trouble and get them just to the bike park so they can all all ride. Um, yeah. Trump him saying, "I I love Snow Valley." He says, yeah, um, that, "That man, that pumice stuff is pretty." Yeah, you're like skating all over the place, but yeah, it's, it's cool. Yeah. It's a cool. It's a good spot, Snow Valley. Yeah, yeah. I was I was talking to uh, the trail builder out there, Cody, and uh, I rode Mammoth, and there it was so similar to me. I felt like Mammoth and Snow Valley was so similar yeah. in the terrain. And man, if they could do the cylinder block and maybe some wood features on there, so that they don't always have to manage the the jumps so much, maybe that could be something that could change that place around. I know those guys are doing some great things, and I just saw a post at Snow Valley. They they redo their jump line. It, it looks pretty good. It will look really yeah. manicured. So I'm excited to see what those guys do at Snow Valley because I, I love that little place too, Ho hoping for that little place. Um, mm -hmm. And that race series should help bring more people there to experience it, especially with what those trail builders are doing. Yeah. Um, MTB Tank is on. What's up, MTB Tank? He says, definitely need more trails yeah. near El Monte. There isn't enough, he says. I agree. I agree. That well, that you know, the, the start, the good start is the bike park. Yeah, you know, the little bike park. So you know, everybody around that area's got to get behind it. And whenever there's days where they got to do trail building or they need people to volunteer, you know, we got to get behind that and and make it happen. Yeah, you know what I mean, because without the community being involved, it's, it's not gonna it's not gonna go anywhere. To be honest with you. Yeah, that little bike park's good. It's like the seed, you know, is planted in that yeah. community, and then all these little riders start popping up and. Got to have the opportunity to get out on trails next, and then races. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know uh, when when we were we were racing uh, with my little brother and the team enduro, we went up to uh, to North Star, and oh, uh, there's a there's a small little bike park called the uh, called Truckee Bike Truckee. Park, and that was yeah. A, yeah that was a fun fun little bike park, and it's got a bunch of features, and it and actually helps develop you into a being a, a better a better rider bike handling, and they had like a little dual slalom. A jump line. They had like a little pump track going on. It was really cool. You guys got to check it out. If you guys ever up in the uh, Reno uh, 
Tahoe area. Yes. Trekkie Bike Park, the footage that I see out of there looks like it's no joke, Big Lou. It looks like you handle all those features and you get out of the park, the Avengers are going to be like calling you to join their team because <laughs> <laughs> you got some new skills. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> you know, when we went up there, there was a bunch of little kids riding around and they were just, they were just doing lap after lap after lap. So <sighs> it, it's awesome. You know, we need, we need more of that. I think they were talking about doing something over there in, uh, um, uh, what's that other park here locally? They're talking about that. Um, There's a, something like that. Mm. They, uh, they got approved. I, I read something on there. That they got approved to do a, like a, some kind of a bike park. Like a, a bunch of money got approved for that. But nice. yeah, it's great. You know, more of that stuff we need. You know, we need more of that stuff. Uh, maybe need to you know bring BMX back. You know, here in Orange County. You know, we oh, have that, nothing here for that anymore. That'd so, be dope. That'd be dope because that's such a good. Seems seemingly looks like a good transition. The dirt jumper guys and the BMX guys. You know, I mean, depending on what you're doing, but then you could kind of move those skills back and forth and then now with the uh what are the dudes uh oh god they just had it at whistler why am i blanking on this the not, not the is it the slalom course am i thinking yeah. that doesn't sound right yeah yeah i mean all that's those skills yeah that's what Kyle street did over there in, in, in big bear right the, the the straight h's or something like that right yes straight acres exactly yeah all those skills seem like they can transfer really easily together the bmx dirt jumpers and those guys, I mean, those bikes look, they're smaller, they can handle them and just more athletes doing cooler and crazier things and pushing our sport to the next level. Mm -hmm. um, Trail, Trail Pimp is saying that's by where I live. He's up there by North Star. Dang, dang. Okay. Truck and bike Park. Yeah, oh, North Craig Star. Craig Park, that's the one. Yeah. Craig Park. Thank you. Thank you, MT Raging. Craig Park and Yorba Linda has a bike yeah, park going on. Dang. That's right off of uh, the Imperial Highway right there. Yeah. Wow. That's good. That's great. Getting more of those things out. And then um, out this way where I live, I live out in Marietta. Menifee got approval for their bike park. It's nine, it's nine acres and it's been, mm. it's been built up. There's been some footy coming out. It's not open yet, but there's been some footage of what it looks like and it looks super mm. dope. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 It's going to uh, be good. You know, it, it just takes a minute to be uh to really be persistent and 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 make make stuff like that happen because it's, it's good for the community, it's good for the youth, you know, yeah. overall. So it's great. Oh, that's awesome, Big Lou. Man, so many great things, dude. That that you're doing. I can see that you see the passion and the vision in these bike parks, in the racing, in uh, setting all these different things up for the community. Uh, dude, we're lucky to have somebody like you in the community, Big Lou, and. And dude, thank you for jumping on the podcast and sharing your story and sharing your passion with us. Good time, man. Good time. So, so <laughs> good. For me. I'm, hey. I'm definitely stoked on it. Heck yeah. I'm a, I'm a fan. Big Lou is, I can't believe Big Lou's on the segment <laughs> podcast, man. It's awesome. So before you go, Lou, is there anything that we didn't cover that you'd want to share before we, before we end the show? Uh, not that I, not that I can recall. No, I, I don't know. You tell me, man. Eh, no, everything sounded everything sounded everything was good. Everything sounded great. Yeah. Um, let everybody know again the race down in Ensenada and where they can find you, what your handle is on Instagram to follow you. Yeah, it's uh it was a big Lou. Or you can go to Illusion Brews, you can find the information. The the race is October 29th and 30th. It's in Ensenada, Baja California. Uh it's gonna be uh eight hour cross country race with e-bike class, of course, and then 
and then which is Saturday, and then Sunday we're doing downhill and enduro. And like I said, we're going to be a, a, a small preview of what to expect for next year's Encinitas Bike Fest that will be part of the California Series Enduro Series, which is going to be our the very first stop. So uh, you can get if you get a chance to come down here and, and, and check out these trails, that you know you'll have a you have a small advantage over everybody else that can't come down here uh, for these races. But it, it'll be a good time. You know, it's, it's uh, uh, no chairlifts. So it's all about, you know, riding your bike and maybe a little bit of hike a bike, but uh, every uh, every good adventure, you know, it's got to have a little bit of hike a bike involved, right? Yeah, <laughs> that makes the story over beer so much better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? The, the craft beer scene in Baja is no joke, dude. So there's a lot of craft breweries, uh, a lot of good brews, uh, brews down there, and uh, obviously, you know, fish tacos are, are next level, dude. Nice. I love it. I love it. October 29th and 30th, everybody. Check right, it out. Yeah. Go to Big Lou's uh, uh, page there on Instagram or Lusion Brews. Yeah, Lusion Brews or, or Relampable Events Group. Uh, you know, you'll find the information there as well. Awesome. Sure. Awesome. Oh, and somebody just chimed in. Uh, big fan of this guy too. Mr. Jerry Vanderpool from TRP was in the podcast. Yeah. He says, very cool. What's That's up, Jerry? Great. Heck yeah, Idaho's yeah. in the house. <laughs> I love right it. On. I love it. Uh, Big Lou, thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, thank for you. joining on the segment podcast. Hope you are all doing well. And Big Lou and I will see you guys out on the trails. Right on. Thank we, you, guys. See ya. Good night. Yeah. Senders, that is the end of episode 80 with Big Lou. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode. If you find yourself really enjoying these episodes, and if you're on Apple iTunes, if you wouldn't mind giving me a review on there, five stars would always be good. It helps with the algorithm get this out. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube or iTunes or Spotify, if you wouldn't mind giving me a subscribe, that would also be good if I've earned it. Thank you all so much for always jumping in on these podcasts. Hope that you love joining us. If you want to join us live, you can take a look on the segment Instagram, and I'll be putting out when the next shows are coming out. You can watch us live on YouTube. Uh, you can find it there. If you hit the alerts button, the bell notification, it'll tell you when the next live will be. As always, thank you all so much. Hope you guys are rocking those trails and having a good time out on the bikes. Remember, dream big, set those goals, achieve those little steps towards those goals to end up living out your dream. Until the next time, folks, we'll see you on the next episode for episode 81.